four improvisers have chosen to don their cloaks, brandish their sabers, and speak in terrible accents for your entertainment. Pass the Doritos, grab your dice, and go on a quest with Des Moines' best comedians as they do all of those things in... Des Moines and Dragons! Welcome, everyone, to Des Moines and Dragons. I'm your dungeon master and host, Paul Privatira. With me, as always, is my tremendous cast, Charity. Hi! What are you doing? Picking up your pretty dice. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, what have you been up to since last we met and spoke? <gasps> oh, boy. Spake. Spake. Since last we spake. Spaked. Oh, that a whole lot. <laughs> a whole lot, but nothing that I'll bore any of these folks with. Cool, um, cool. I work at the museum again, which makes me real happy. Good. And uh, It's very important that your nine to five be something that you can, at least on some level, enjoy. Otherwise... It's hell. Yeah. Yeah. And this month is really slow. Um, so I, I kind of get a lot of free time to do. Uh, like I read a lot, which is cool. I get the majority of my reading done mm-hmm. during this job. And uh, I like doing it. So that's I'm excited about that. Cool. Lately. Very cool. Yeah. All right. All Tim. Right. Uh, what? <laughs> Did I wake you up? Uh, no. <laughs> what, were you, what were you doing? I was just admiring your dice. Okay. Uh, what have you been doing? Hanging out with you. That's very accurate. Uh, what have we been doing? We went to Earlham, Iowa and performed at the Bricker Price Block. <laughs> that was and did fun. a great show. Yeah, that what was cool. What does that mean? The Bricker Price Block. Isn't that quite a name? Yeah. Is it means it a- it's, a, it's a sort of like a social club there in Earlham. It's a two-story building. They have a restaurant downstairs with some great oven... Uh, Brick oven p- uh, pizza pies. Pizza pies. Uh, pizza pie. They were that was cool. that was they were really good actually. I really yeah. enjoyed. It. And uh, yeah, they host a bunch of events. They do trivia. They they're trying to get improv going there. So Sweet. we went and did a show. It was rad. It was Sweet. very rad. I was personally fond of the Komodo dragon scene. That was good. You know, like always, I just oh. I barely can remember what happened. It's Tim, like a dream fugue state. Yeah, I black out when I get on stage. Tim did a back. scene as a as a first grader. With a bowler hat and an ascot. Yeah. Shut it was, up. Yeah, it was so good. And I, I gave my father advice. It was good. It was good. It was good. All right. Thanks, Tim. You're welcome. Jason. Oh. Uh, what it, you, out of all of us, I think, have had the most interesting last few weeks since last we've spake. I was born spake. again. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. No. Congratulations. Into the church of rock and roll. Oh, okay. Oh, thank nice. God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, Super Chief started recording their fourth studio album. Awesome. You have to throw studio in there, otherwise yeah. it doesn't sound legit. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. otherwise it's like, we just started oh, recording God. our fourth album in our living room. Right. But that's not what happened. Um, but yeah, that we started doing that. It was sweet. Um, got some great stuff down, and we're kind of finishing it up with some additional stuff coming up in the next few weeks. Cool. Uh, but we also went and played... Vintage Torque Fest, which is a vintage car and motorcycle and swap meet, all sorts of thing. It's a two-day thing in Dubuque. Uh-huh. Um, and we closed out the whole party for them on Saturday night at Woo-hoo! 10.30. So I saw your set yeah, list, dude. And your set list looked we ripped. fucking rad. It was a f- it was a great rad show. Dad. It was fun. It rad was fun. Dad. Rad, rad Dad. 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 Rad D
We're definitely going to get that going at the yeah. Super Chief Yeah, got to do that. Yeah, we will do a rad dad chant. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, it was it was really good. And we were very thankful because um, our bass player actually couldn't do it. But we share a rehearsal space with a band called Handle Bar and their bass player. You have to say it like that. Handle I almost said bar. Handle Chief because we do <laughs> yes. this Halloween show where the we handle form chief one band like Voltron awesome. and call ourselves Handle Chief. Is it a costume party? It is. <laughs> and we play all covers and it's all like, I mean, we've we've been known to do some Bobby Brown. Uh, we've been known to do oh, we're, all oh, we're going. bizarre Plants. bullshit. We're going. Sounds so anyway, good. Jordan, their bass player, filled in for us Ooh. and was perfect. Very so cool. So it was great. Um. So yeah, I've been busy, and I mowed today for the first time on my new used zero-turn mower. Dude, I am full-on country man. <laughs> nice. Was it? Did you feel like you were in? It was the cockpit of some kind freaky. of freaky. <laughs> yeah, it was frightening. I've driven one of those one time at Simpson College, right? And I, I can't really say why I was driving it, but I was. Well, you can say, Drunk. but you choose not to, and I appreciate that. Correct. And they're really point. weird to drive at first because yes. it's. It's a strange feeling. The stopping part is very difficult. It does not feel natural to start stop the way they want you to. Mm-hmm. Yep. You feel like a. Anyway. I felt like a fighter pilot. I just felt but like way a less fighter. cool. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just going just, in circles. Just punch, <laughs> punch dancing into the night. Yeah, just wild card punch it all the way up. into the night. All right. Um, and then I have been. Well, I have been up to not really anything different than Tim. Um, you mowed today too, didn't you? Oh, Paul? I did. I did mow today, but Happy I mowing day. I don't have a cool zero turn radius mower, so that it, it's less cool. I have to push it, push I it still real think good. It's great. Shout out to uh, <laughs> oh, you just killed Salt it. and Peppa. <laughs> what? Nothing. All right. Ugh. Cool. This, this has been a great intro section. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been five minutes of we just... We play. We don't need to. <laughs> okay, well, we'll just talk about mowing for a while. So we're going to turn it over to our narrator and launch ourselves into the episode. Don't go anywhere. Viscount Fell. My party and I are headed southward now, and where we are going, there will be no further way to communicate. Ozark has informed me that there is a neutral meeting ground a small mountain range at the north end of a canyon. It is a day or two march west from the forest. Find the orange cliff with the violet stripe the width of a Takari, whatever that is, and wait for us there. We will meet you as soon as we can. Signed, Harbeck Thunderfist. Under the advice of Viscount, Cadre 11A set off ahead of his forces to broker a treaty between the two groups. Thinking themselves better ambassadors than the heavy cavalry of Jury's line breakers. Traveling through the Queen's Garden, they sprung a trap made by none other than Orzok's younger brother, Ortik, who is now a scout for the Barbundi clan. Hoping to capture a northern soldier, he was glad to see it was his older brother who he had thought been lost to him. A campfire of laughter and reunion was followed by the party making it out of the forest and into the southern territory. While descending the side of a cliff, they were attacked by one of the ancient beasts known as the Spine Hunter. The enormous winged lizard chased them into a canyon, and the ancient creature was not leaving without some reward, and it chose Devori as its meal. 
Using its barbed horn, the spine hunter skewered Devori and injected him with a deadly toxin. But Orzok would not let Devari become a meal for this beast, and he swung with great strength, severing the horn, freeing Devori. In a race against time, Ornella sped off with Devori on a demigriff back to the Barbundi camp at the end of the canyon. So, uh, question. A demigriff. Oh, it's just like a griffin. Uh, it's just a griffin. Yeah, without oh, wings. With, without wings. Oh, that shit is crazy. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, we find Ornella standing over Devori's body as a Barbundi shaman administers aid to the poor boy. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Fade in onto a aerial shot of the Barabundi camp. Camp is nestled inside of a large box canyon, set against red and tan rock of the surrounding hills and cliffs. Round-roofed structures resembling yurts are made from tan and forest green reptile skins that all circle a single A-frame structure at the center. There, there are dozens and dozens and dozens of these uh, tents scattered around this uh, box canyon that, again, make a concentric circle around this single A-frame structure. Uh, this A-frame building is made of a uh, black woven material that resembles Kevlar. In between the houses, young human, elf, and half-orc children run run around laughing, uh, poking each other, playing. Uh, there are a few of these large four-legged lizards that are lying down. Their eyes are closed peacefully. They're resting. Their tongues flick out of their mouths as they exhale. And adult barabundi are working on various tasks scattered throughout the camp. We zoom in inside a tent with a red-painted palm drawn on the front. Inside the lizard skin tent, uh, there are skins and pillows strewn about haphazardly, and the body of Davery lies atop uh, a sitting table. So not like a like a kitchen table like what we have, just, just it's much lower to the ground. You'd actually sit on your butt to be up to it. Uh, his breathing is shallow, and the speaker is speaking in a language that you don't understand. His hands are dexterously sewing a shoulder wound closed. Then, Ornella, he speaks to you in your tongue. <clears throat> what was the color of the hunter's face? I, I don't remember. Uh, it, commonly, uh, the, the uh, red or green or... Uh, it, it looked like it blended in with, with the, the color of the, this part of the world. I don't know. Was red? Yes. This is very bad. The poison will be quite strong then. I must consult with the scale mother now. Please, Yosta. Leave this tent and allow the scale mother to speak to me privately. What? No, I'm, I'm not leaving his side. Nothing will... I, I have stabilized him for now, but I must speak to the scale mother in peace. I can't have one of you Okay. Thank you. I step outside. Uh, the scale mother, Oanamaka, Oanamaka? Yes, Oanamaka is standing outside with her arms folded. She sees you as you walk out, just giving you eyes. A stern glare. Uh, he wants to see you. She walks past you without saying a word. 
in fact, if you don't really get out of her way, she hits you with her shoulder as she walks past you. and Definitely that happens. And <laughs> flings the tent flap back and walks inside. You can hear them speaking in a language that you don't recognize, just above a hushed whisper. You're in this small... Uh, you're, well, you're in this camp and in this small little area, there's a few other tents that you can see that surround you. And there are uh, other Barabundi that are dressed similarly. They're wearing um, lizard hide. They have a lot of feathers in their uh, adorning their various bits of armor. And uh, they're all, if you make eye contact with them, they turn their heads away as, as if to not look at you. Um, and then eventually you see in the distance from where you came into camp, uh, they're uh, Harbeck and Orzok, and Ortik and his men arrive. Uh, so I see them mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't run. I don't go to like. I don't go to them, but I I walk out uh, away from this tent into an, a more open area just so they can see me, because I don't want to be too far away from this tent. This yeah, yeah. with the yeah. So you two arrive on the scene uh, out of breath from running or from, well, yeah, from running because she took the the griffin. The griffin is currently being corralled by two barabundi that don't really know what they're doing. They've got their hands up and they're just trying to keep the griffin in its, in a, the demi-griff in its place. I've got him. I've got him. And I, uh, I'm going to roll for animal handling. Yeah, do it. No, that's a critical fail. Okay. <laughs> So the uh, the demigriff uh, yelps at your approach and snaps at you with its beak. Uh, oh, uh, I'm sorry, girl. I, or yeah, boy. I guess I don't know. What is it? It is it is a it is a female. Right, called yes. it. Yes, um, <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> it's, it's still upset from the attack. Just just leave it alone. It's. It'll be fine. So the two Barabundi put their hands down and back off a little bit, giving it some more space. And you can see the demigriff then kind of makes a, a short circle and is marking, not marking, but it's defining its territory a little bit to give it some space from others. He'll be fine for now. Where's Davery? He's in. The, he's inside. Uh, uh, they made me wait out here. Well, how is he? I, I, I don't know. One of the Barabundi rush past between you two and approach Orzok. Orzok, you vaguely recognize this Barabundi warrior. He might have been a totem warrior with you years ago. Um, didn't serve with you uh, the whole time, but uh, you, you just vaguely recognize him. Maybe he recognizes you more than you recognize him. But anyway, okay. he, he approaches you and says, Orzok, second son of Scale Mother? That's correct. Oh my uh, God! And he—he's uh, uh, to Harbeck and Ornella. This, this conversation is all happening in this Barabundi language, and he calls to others, and a bunch of other adults rush over um, to greet you, Orzak, as you come in there, uh, patting you on the back of your shoulder, and it's like a cacophony of noise of people saying, "What happened? You've been gone for so long. It's so good of you to be back." Um, I'm kind of trying to. It's like, you know, when you're being talked to by multiple people, you never really get a full yeah. anything out. It's like, I was, I'm, and, you know, so it's just this. And mm-hmm. I kind of, it's like, and I just raise my hand up and I go, back up, back up. And at that, there's a small, so a, a small crowd has gathered at this point in a circle sort of forms. Um, and it's it's you, 
you, Orzak, Harbeck, and Ornella, and then Ortic is standing next to you, and, he, and Ortic says in your language in Barabundi, yes, it is true, my brother has returned. And I kind of, I feel awkward. Um, I probably, in my past, if coming back from a successful hunt, would have known how to act in these ways, but... I've been gone a long time. I was incarcerated for a while. I yeah. have lived like a savage for quite a while. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just stand there for a moment, and it's really kind of not non-climactic. And then I kind of remember, and I have the horn from the spine hunter that I cut off, and I raise it up uh, above the crowd. It's like, and, and all of the whispers and the, and the, it all just goes silent. Everyone stares. You two should feel ex- like all of the sudden very uncomfortable this crowd of people is starting to form and they've all gone silent at uh, Orzok holding up this uh, horn from the spine hunter um to Orzok the spine hunter horn taker and then all at once everyone starts like uh well I guess not everyone because not everyone can really speak common but a few of them immediately nod their heads and look at you Orzok and they're chanting in your language, uh, our hero has returned. Our hero has returned. Oh, my goodness. And you hear them chanting this phrase over and over again in this language. And as they're doing that, I kind of see Ornella's quite, has a look of worry on her face, and I notice that she's not, well, she's out here, and I kind of look at her, and I I kind of take this, I put the horn under my arm, and I, I storm into the tent. So yeah, you brush past, uh, walk past all of these people. Yeah. I think Ortic is le- kind of left holding the bag. He's like, uh, yes, and you hear him begin to describe this battle with this great ancient beast, and brush past these two and head towards the tent. Yep, I go straight in. So you know that the obvious place that they would direct someone to be injured would be the speaker uh, Akish, which is the uh, which is a title. It's not a name. Um, it's a title for basically the the main shaman or the medicine man, the uh, person that's in charge of the spiritual well-being of the Barabundi, uh, the main communicator to the Uatu, the spirit world, main magic user of the uh, of your people. And you flap, you you throw the. I guess, how do you enter? What does your entrance look like on the tent as we so, zoom in on the scene? As I go, I'm, I throw open the flap and then I remember to stop for a moment and I kind of, I put my hand on the, on the red hand print and I stop for a moment and I kind of, you know, internally say a thank you and then I take my hand off and then I go in. But I, I like stopped myself and then did it and then went back in. So you see the speaker, Aakish and uh, Scale Mother Onamaka speaking to each other. And the scale mother looks at you and it takes her a second of recognition. And then she says in a very low, quiet, serious voice, I thought you were gone. I'm back. Son? It is I. What? And there's this incredibly palpable and tense silence that passes in the tent as the speaker looks between you two and scale mother and you and her like lock eyes and you can see that the years that you have been gone have weathered her and she has seen 
she has new scars on her face. Uh, she has uh, lines on her face that denote uh, age, but not just age, but like a stressful aging. It, it, the years have not been kind to her. And then she, she takes a deep inhale and then says, I am glad you are back. I am overwhelmed to be back. But that one, and I point to Davery, he's part of the people that helped me get here. I owe- the Yosta, which is slang for Northerner. The Yos, which are these basically cliff cows, um, and Ta meaning stupid. So even dumber cows, basically. Okay. The Yosta helped you? The Northerners helped me, yes. I am surprised. <laughs> you is... didn't need help from anyone when you lived here. You best hold your judgments. Well, it is unfortunate. The speaker tells me that the poison was from uh, Red Crested Spine Hunter then. She looks at it, studying it. Which one was it? Oh, it's the named one. Uh, Azakir. Yes. Yeah. It was the old one. <laughs> if I had had time, I would have claimed his head. Orzak held up the spine. Right. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Thank for you. Those, for those watching at home, yeah. <laughs> I held up the spine. It's good to have a, a cast that's on point. Right. Uh, Thank yeah. you. Thanks, Chair. You're welcome. Our so, Foley artist over there. Yeah. <laughs> so she she looks and, and, and replies, well, if, if it is that one that skewered this one, then he is most certainly dead. That may be. But if there's anything that can be done, effort would be appreciated. We are here to... We need to talk. Yeah, that, that yes. I, I will tell you my story, and I want to hear your story. And we will discuss this over the fire tonight. But for now, we need to deal with this one. And those, Yosta, that you have found, that have found their way into our camp... You understand that we've not had living of them here in years? That there are those here living with us now whose sons and daughters have been maimed and murdered by their kind? There are relatives in their family that have been murdered by ours. What's coming will help you understand that the time for all these Quarrels and quibbles will go away. The end times are coming. We'll she, talk about she, this. You, you say the word the end times and her face, uh, her face contorts and she makes this incredulous look at you. Have you forgotten your, the tales of old? Do not speak to me that way. I am the scale mother. You will not speak to me as if I don't know. You will we will dis we will discuss this over fire tonight. Speaker, watch after this one. I'll talk to you later. And I storm out of the tent. So you two and I look at you and I go, mothers. 
Yeah, yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> I've got more father problems, but I think it's along the same lines. <laughs> so, yes, uh, and in the... Uh, it. Orzok disappears. What do you two make yourselves busy doing as he, when he heads into this tent and then he comes back out? What have you been, where where do we find you? I was totally listening. Yeah. At the door. Okay. Oh, yeah. Cool. Not ashamed, not trying to hide it at all. Yeah. You throw the tent flap open and, and run into you. Harbeck yeah. and Ornella are, Ornella are right there. <laughs> this is going to take time. Um, I but. We don't have much time. They're looking at after Davery. I've requested that they do all that they can. That's not what I'm talking about. Viscount Fell and his men are going to be here in a week. Well, hopefully that'll be enough. The tent flap opens uh, after... Uh, the tent flap opens and the... The speaker uh, reveals himself. He's a he's a short man. You see that one of his legs is minorly lame. That he walks with a bit of a limp. Uh, he's older. <laughs> Snaps for that. We're not gonna say who that was. We'll just say it's the one laughing. <laughs> uh, so only uh, two carbs. <laughs> yeah, in in for the for the folks at home wondering, <laughs> Tim and Jason are drinking Coors Light, a and man's whiskey. beer, and whiskey, and Charity and Paul are drinking White Claw Hard Seltzer. Yeah, cheers, Woo! baby. You guys are uptown in it. Yeah, we're white girls. You can find us at Tonic in about two hours. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> so the flap opens, and the short uh, elder of the speaker makes his appearance. I, uh, as soon as the tent flap opens, my head, you know, like almost like bird like, like, pew, shoots to it. And Harbeck remac- remarks on how bird like it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yosta, the scale mother has decided that he is to die here. There is no way. <laughs> the The poison is very strong. Scale Mother has decided that... The Scale Mother has decided? There is no... We cannot spare warrior scouts or any Takari to fetch the elements required to cure him. Then I'll go myself. I can make his passing comfortable. What do we need? And And I grab him. At that... What do we need? You say, what do we need? And the Scale Mother opens the tent flap and and now comes out in a small-ish crowd. The the folks that have gathered around Ortic have sort of made their way over... And the scale mother notes the growing crowd. Uh, brother, uh, the speaker Akish says, uh, well, for one, he needs the silt organs of a grit serpent. Difficult to acquire on their own. The creatures are quite heavy. And the glands, if removed for too long, they spoil. Yes. And become unusable. But the, the sky leaf, uh, that is the most important ingredient. And uh. I'm... Sorry, but it is forbidden to use the skyleaf on outsiders. So even then, you... <laughs> Why? Did the plant decide that? No. The years of violence and... Listen, I... 
and at that, the scale mother puts, puts her hand on the shoulder of the speaker. I have an idea, speaker. While it is true that we cannot offer our stores of Skyleaf to a Yosta such as he, there is nothing stopping them from collecting their own. I believe that in the words of Scale Father Bashruni, the gifts of the Kalak are no one to hoard, for no one owns the Kalak and her gifts. My son, if this true. Yosta is worth saving, then you are to take them to where the Skyleaf grows. I look at Orzak. What does that mean? It means that they want to test. This is the game that they play. The scale mother smiles at you. Ornella starts pacing back and forth. This will be difficult. It can be done. If we're going to do it, we need to do it right away. Then let's go. Very well. And I, I put my two fingers in my, and you guys know, and I do this whistle, and it's really sharp and loud. Ugh. And you hear this coming through, and this Takari, which is a lizard, kind of slides in and like pushes people out of the way and comes and just stops and stands in the middle of the crowd, and it's looking at me, and its tongue is flicking back and forth, and you see a look in its eye that it looks at me and it knows me. Oh my, it's a beautiful creature. These are the Takari. The this is mine, Takari. Yeah. And I look at her and I go, some people remember more than others. And it comes up to me and it literally just nuzzles me. No. Mm-hmm. The, the scale mother's eyes grow wa- go wide and uh, as do most of the crowd that has gathered. Whatever, to you two, I don't know that this means much. It all just seems so very strange and yeah. foreign. Um, but everyone that is watching this exchange seems incredulous and surprised at the Takari nuzzling and coming up immediately uh, to Horzak. <laughs> and uh, it belches at me. Yeah, it's long. We share the gift. Long split tongue f- flicks out of its mouth every once in a while, and and it's. I mean, it's got those reptilian lizard eyes that kind of dart around and examine uh, 180 degrees on the side of its head. I uh, kind of caress the top of its head. I'm glad to see you, boy. And I look at Scale Mother. We'll do your test. And like all of them, we'll be back victorious. They're not just sending us away so that they they can do what they want with him, kill him. If they kill him... Those that touch him will die by my hand. Don't confuse us with them. We would not do something so dishonorable as to hurt or kill that who is in our care. Sure, we're just about to go walk off into the woods because you care so much. Is she speaking common? Yeah. Yeah, 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 she is. Yeah. She wants, uh, I think she definitely wants you to know uh, how disgusted and uh, how much she doesn't like you. Well, we have no time. <laughs> if Orzok were a modern cultural man, he'd say, pitter-patter, let's get at her. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, this pissing match is over. 
Let's do the job that we need to do. We'll be back and we'll talk to you about the future or lack thereof of this world. She, uh, she smiles at you and says, I anticipate that I will see you again, son. If not in this world, then the next, mm. mother. And while we're gone, why don't you dig up those tablets? We'll need them for reference. The speaker and the scale mother exchange a, a look. Speaker, you will be the one that saves the world if you do this right. This is on you. He again looks over at the scale mother, who is now not looking at him. She is, her eyes are dead set at you, Orzak. Very much like a an animal that is uh, doing everything it can with its body posture, with its eyes to intimidate and to not be intimidated. Right. It, there's so much just posture aggression between the two of us. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It's horrible, actually. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't have time for this. We're going to go do this. And, uh, I'll, uh, while they're doing that, I go over to Ortic and I go, help me remember where the siltworms are at this time of year. Uh, brother, uh, yes, yes, of course. I was in a pit for six years. Yes. Um, the siltworms, uh, they'll be on the warm side of the spire. That's right. Thank you, brother. Let's go. I want to Brother, see him. Would you, are you sure? I, I have only just seen you again, and then you run off for them? I'm running off for all of us. If this is what we need to do to get Mother to listen, then we'll do it. I'm not joking. In one year's time, this is all gone. Gone. I, I believe you. I've always Have you ever trusted known me you. to be no. flighty, no, crazy. Not you, Orzak. I trust you. Maybe you should remind others. I spent six years in a pit for doing the things that no one else was willing to do. Don't think that I didn't miss you. Don't think that it was easy for me either. I didn't say that. Help us. I got a cool leg, though. You do. <laughs> To, that to like me to off cut God. to cut the to cut the tension. <laughs> yes, I love eggs. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. He he takes his hand and puts Ooh. it on your shoulder, Orzak. I will speak to those who I trust. I love you, brother. I love you as well. Be we be will be careful. back. Okay. Don't let them get you killed. I won't. We haven't yet. You two need to ride the hippogriff. It's the only, or the demigriff. It's the only thing that'll be able to handle the terrain, and a Takari won't carry you. All right, we'll take that. What will you do? Oh, right. The I, just kinda, I make a clicking sound, and it just literally comes down and lowers itself, and I walk up onto it. And when I mount this creature, I don't actually. I put my feet in these things kind of on the side, and I kind of straddle it, and I don't even use my hands. And it gets up, and I. My body doesn't, my <laughs> upper body doesn't move, but my lower, it's like I'm stable on top of this thing. Oh, yeah. It's like when you try and move a chicken and its head stays still. Right. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It, think about like the green goblin yeah. on his flyer. I do yeah. all the time. Yep. Did you guys see my sweet chicken Snapchat story the other day? No. Oh, my, uh, the chickens at my parents' house are like pets. 
They'll like sit on your lap. And I was just chilling with a chicken the other day. I was petting just her and stuff. With a chicken. She's nice. Uh, all my chickens have Harry Potter names. Sorry. That's Jesus me. Christ. It's fine. All right, let's go get some worm. <laughs> I. Oh, we're still. I, get started, and I'll catch up in just a second. Okay. He'll be all right. You have I, to ride together. Then move slowly. I'll catch up with you. Uh, I'm. If you guys get ahead, I'm going to grab Ortic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes? When we were speaking about our, our stories over the fire the other night, mm-hmm. I was a little thrown off by your question. My answer is complicated, or at least I thought it was. But I want to answer again. Harbeck and Orzok, they're the closest things to family I have. I, I don't know if that changes things or or how y- you look at people like me, but I-, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for Orzok. And it, it, Davery is important to me, too. I promise you on our name that I will keep him safe. If you promise me on your name that you keep Orzok safe. Of course. You are... You are not like the other Yosta. You are... You you are good. I know that. I can see that. Well, I'm trying. Good luck. Good luck with that thing. (laughs) Yeah. um. And don't... Let Orzok get too full of himself while he's out there. He tends to uh, oh, think that he is the greatest rider that has ever mounted a Takari, but he is not the first. <laughs> and he laughs, smiles at you, and puts his hand on his shoulder and says, Best of luck to you, warrior. And gives like a clap on the shoulder and uh, like stands there awkwardly with his hand on your shoulder, realizing that you probably don't know the cultural significance of that, and then puts his hand down at his side. Uh, Ornella, um... White Claw burps? Yeah. No. That's going to be Ornella's nickname. <laughs> like, like tribal name is White Claw. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Hell totally. yeah. That is... Oh, no. Well, it's too late now. That's going to happen. Sweet. Um, Ornella, it's... Uh, it does, a, like, an awkward Ornella thing that's, like, a cross between, like, a, ba- like a bow... And like a one of these, like arm up really fast the waves, so it's like a it's like a dab, but without the bent arm. <laughs> and then turns and and takes off towards Orzak and Harbeck. Harbeck just watches that whole thing happen and has no words. And then he turns to uh, square off with the demigriff once more. All right, now I have no Eve. The demigriff shakes its head at you, now, remembering last you spake. Come on now, I, I know. We, I know we've had our differences. <laughs> There's no time for that now. We have to save that boy. <laughs> and I start to back at him, and like I did last time, I I put my hands kind of back toward my hips with my fingers splayed out like feathers, and you know, like I'm. Trying to fluff up and to um, 
Fluff up. Yeah. Become fluff bigger. Up. Roll uh, animal handling at advantage, please. Mother fluffer. Um. Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm not. It's a uh, 12. Okay. The demigriff looks at you and shakes its head and then all at once like leaps and bounds towards you, buries its head under between your legs and rolls its uh, head up to roll you onto ah. its back and then trots over to you, Ornella. I get on it like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. We cut over to uh, Orzok, who is uh, bounding and leaping away from the camp. And as as you are making your exit uh, away from camp, a uh, a woman in uh, an, an older woman, uh, Barabundi woman, flags waves at you and and stands in front of the Takari, waving okay. you down. So stop and Orzak. Yes, I, I I have heard about you. I was an archer when you led the totem warriors. It is a blessing of Azakavito that you return to us. It has been years since I could shoot a bow. And she holds up her eye, which is just a milky white. Uh, my eyesight is not what it was. Orzak, you are a great warrior. I am no fighter. I am the Taka Akish, training to be the speaker. Mm. My eyesight is leaving me, but the scale mother has given me a chance to give back to the clan. My son, Watik, he went east. He took a party of riders with him. They snuck away without the scale mother's blessing and went to raid on the Yosta outside of Kitir. I fear that he has been captured. I can't say for certain that he is alive, but I must know, Orzak. This is crazy to ask, but you are the only one that could possibly help me. Could you please... See if my son yet lives. You honor the tribe with your your service and your training and your experiences in battle. We are on a mission, but I will do what I can. Thank you. The speaker demands that I not leave for my duty lies here. Otherwise, I would have left a week ago. And I know that he is my child no longer, that he is a warrior now. But I think of the tortures they, they put Shital and his riders through. Or worse, to be taken to that black pit. I know I, that all too well. If I can prevent it, I will. Thank you. Isaac Avito, bless you. And you. She, like, uh, turns away. And, and you see that uh, she is wearing these... Um, you see the red... A handprint on the on her shoulders or on her right shoulder, denoting uh, her station, and she gets out of your way. Before she does, will you bless all of us on our journey? Yes, it would. As it would they're be riding my, up, it would be my pleasure. Please. And I look at you too. Will you accept the blessing of the great serpent? Yeah. At this point, the the demigriff uh, approaches and then. Uh, scrapes to a halt. Harbeck um, uprights himself on the back of the demigriff and um, hearing the proposal um, clutches at his um, holy symbol, the acorn and amber and for a moment reflects on, well, is this going to be a no-no or 
So I have not necessarily a retcon, but I would have in, in our journeys, what I would have talked about is especially in speaking about the cave of eternity, um, the great serpent traveled out of the cave and basically decayed and built the, we are traveling on its decayed body. So it represents birth and life. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the creation story of, of sure. my people. So then hearing that Harbeck would see the obvious parallels and be totally down. This is a, and I, I just, I've still have just said what I said. I've just said, will you accept the blessing of the great serpent? And I'm, you know, letting her bless me. She, she removes from her, uh, she has a, uh, a small satchel that she opens and pulls out to, I don't know, uh, about hand sized sheets of serpent skin that she begins running between her hands that creates a fine dust. And she, uh, Circles. She makes circles with her hand um, between both your mounts and is speaking in Barabundi, and you know her to do, uh, she's just speaking a, a blessing to right. both your mounted creatures that they may take you to the destination that you seek and that you may uh, retrieve that which you seek. Awesome. She bows out of the way, uh, takes the rest of the uh, dried serpent skin out of her hand and dusts it off on both of your creatures and steps out of the way of both of you. Thank you. I look and go, and I kind of get wild-eyed. Let's ride. And so what... Yeah, yeah. I want you guys to describe what this traveling scene kind of looks like. Like what, what, how we as the audience view it. What does the audience see? So I think Orzak rips out of there with the Takari and Fast knows where to loud. go. And the Demigriff and I are kind of like, oh, okay. And we uh, catch up after them. Who who is Big Spoon and Little Spoon between Ornella and Harbeck? I think Harbeck probably has to be mm-hmm. leading the leading the pack here. Reins in hand. Yeah, I'm Little Spoon. Okay. So the way I imagine this is like the way it feels every spring when I finally can ride my motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> it's been forever and I'm just like, yes. Um but at first we're traveling, so what I think would be kind of cool from a visual perspective uh, is you know, we're at the we're kind of like these tall canyons that probably at one point were a river, and it carved it out, so it's this kind of yep. curvy mm-hmm. thing. Because yeah, the Barabundi are in this like box canyon, so right. to get out, you have to navigate these. We're gonna have to get out through these whatever these tributaries would have been into mm-hmm. a main area, mm-hmm. and you know we're running, and what's happening as we kind of come around a quarter, and the camera might be looking at us, and we're coming towards it. You guys are r- running on the base of this floor, and you see that my Takari is running on the side and it like I don't we don't ride in a straight line it's like going up and around mm-hmm. and using the curves and stuff and everywhere I go I'm just kind of like surfing on this thing um, and it looks sweet. very fluid and uh, like the rider and the beast are one for sure that's mm-hmm. sweet in complete contrast to that the Harbeck <laughs> Ornella and I and the Demigriff are just beating hoof on this clay dirt and like dust kicking up through the box canyon and yeah and just these like griffin claws yeah. again they're like bird claws which yeah. is pretty good for the kind of terrain hooves probably would have sunk yeah. and been difficult to move through the clay but the, the you just wide... hear the thundering of it mm-hmm mm-hmm and yeah the Demigriff is very heavy it's like a it's a strong muscular thick creature mm. thick thick two thick jacked so uh orzak i'll give you sort of narrative 
control here. Where do you lead them to get uh, the... Uh, we're looking for a grit serpent, and we're looking to retrieve Skyleaf. So where do you take them? So the first thing we're going to look for is the serpent. Um, the Skyleaf is in... We I know where it is. It's in a really remote, dangerous cliff face, um, but it's a static place mm -hmm. and it's the furthest spot the the grit worms or grit serpents are they congregate on the warm sun side of these cliffs and they change based on the seasons mm -hmm. um and i know of an area where to go but that will require a fight and we need to we don't know who will make it so i'm going f well actually we have to keep the the organ alive. We have mm -hmm. to, so I think we're going to go do the we're going to do the skyleaf first. Mm -hmm. okay. Actually, we're going to reverse it because it's the farthest part point. So the skyleaf is typically found atop one of these spines or the right. spires. Where um, are the spine hunters? There are these uh, massively like the Devil's Tower in California. Is that where that is? No, that's in mm, South Dakota. Yep. It's no, in the it's Badlands. Not. The Devil's, Devil's Tower. Tower? Mm -hmm. I could have sworn it was in like uh I thought it was American Southwest Arizona. Are you so the Devil's Tower was what was in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, right? Well, let's not get hung up on the But you're talking about those real narrow yes. wind uh eroded yes. kind of It's in Wyoming, you assholes. <laughs> well, whatever. California, Wyoming, South Dakota, it's it's all the same. <laughs> this is what public education does yeah, for you. Thanks, Obama. Yeah. So so anyway, describing these spines. So the Devil's Tower is this really wide, uh, uh, but it's this wide rock formation with this flat plateau-ish top. And the spines are similar to that, except they're much, much, much taller and much, much, much thinner. However, there are uh, gradient, uh, almost like steps that lead up to them that make them resemble like a spinal column to a certain degree. So um, the skyleaf is on is usually at the uppermost part of these spines. You got it. All right. So we'll um, roll survival for me, Orzok. Okay. Thir Thirteen. Okay. So it, it takes you most of the day to ride out and get into the Kalak, which is the uh, Barabundi word for the desert of the Badlands. Um, and eventually you reach what is known as, I think it's South Spine. Let me get it pulled up on my little sheet here with sheets wide open. Marlin sore. Uh, yes, it is. No, it, it is. Yes, sir. The closest spine would be the south spine. So okay. it's uh, these formations of these rocks and and these, quote, devil's towers. And they make like a, they do make a literal line uh, in their formation. And you see the south spine formation crest up in front of you. It's getting later into the day, late afternoon by the time you're, uh, Takari make it, your Takari makes it out that far. And uh, how, I don't know, I, I guess you, 
it's not like you're trying to lose them or anything, but your right. Takari is just built for this type, kind of terrain. Right. Um, Demigriff being a little bit heavier um, has trouble making it out this far. Right. You know, so probably what's happening is I'm riding ahead when I can uh, and then circling back around. You know, I'm taking my time. I'm not going to make get, let them get lost in the middle of the desert. Of course. Um, but when we start nearing the southern spine and if it's getting dark... Um, normally I would suggest we make camp somewhere, but actually the spine hunters hunt more in the day than at night. Our best chance is to try to climb the spine here in the night. We have to climb at night? Yes. Oh, hell. (laughs) (laughs) If we can convince my friend here, and I pat the Takari on the side. He may take us all up there. Well, I mean, I can uh, stay on the ground. And you want keep... me to ride that? Oh, come now. It just seems more like a one one rider per lizard creature yeah, there's no side situation. <laughs> I'm not going up there myself. Well, we why, may have why to not? Fight. Oh, Does hell. this creature hold the same prejudices that... Oh, we're going to do that here? <laughs> Can't we just get the fucking leaf? Or Zox Okay. Right. I'm just trying to uh, dis- dif- diffuse a situation before it arises. Well, I promised you I would do everything I can to help this happen. I know. Please trust me. And you... Your confidence and your willpower will be checked, and you have to allow your ego to be crushed. They will do it. They're going to break you. This test to save da- we're saving Davery. I shouldn't have to be broken in order to prove myself. I, you don't have to. But you're going to have to understand what it means to choose your battles. We are not all the same. I know you're not, and that's why I'm with you. We're running out of time. And we aren't either. So, I want help to get the leaf. And I will help you. Let's see if uh, old boy will help us up this cliff face. Okay. That was honestly the fastest pee in the whole entire world. You're doing great, baby. I had to pee so So, bad. We're I'm helping Ornella mm-hmm. on the Takari, which is normally not a two rider situation, but it's been done. It's not unfathomable. Out of the ordinary, yeah. yeah. But what we do, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take some like you know some of the parts of the saddling and kind of almost kind of strap her on, for lack of a better word, uh-huh. because gotta do what you gotta do. It, it's going to be very unfamiliar kind of maneuver. Are we leaving Harbeck at the bottom? He, no, I'll I'll stay here. <laughs> you you have your fun. I'll I'll um I'll keep watch. Okay. You're you're all right down here by yourself. Oh yes, I'm fine. I've been doing this for a long time. All right. Well, <laughs> give us the signal if anything happens. Uh yes. And the signal is. Um, I thought. That, <laughs> I thought that you would know what what the signal. Oh, was. that sounds good. I can okay. do that. Okay. Okay. Signal. Is the signal. 
All right, so we're going to, Ornell and I are going to ride old Jimmy John, whatever his name is. I don't have a name for him right now. Okay, got to have a name How for him. How dare you? I'll think of something. We'll come back. Yeah, Jimmy John actually, I wouldn't say that because he Freaky likes fast. to kill exotic yeah. animals <laughs> yeah. instead of fucking ride them and enjoy hmm. them. Um, War right. beasts. <laughs> I'll just name him Steve for right now. Steve, Win-win. Gary. What was the yeah. name of the spine hunter that you killed again? Uh, uh, Azakir. 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 All right. Oh, all right. He didn't kill him. He just de- uh, yeah, yeah, de-chinned yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. I ruined his one source of getting food. Yeah. I mean, so, so essentially die, you killed him. Man. It's fine. It'll buff out. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's go up this bitch. Let's, yeah. We're sky leafing it. So what does this uh, what does this look like? As the so Takari we, climbs this cliffside, the spine. It's actually quite elegant, except it's carrying two people. Yep. So normally it would be it's you know it's elegant. I mean natural looking. It doesn't look like it struggles normally, mm-hmm. but it's like really like you know it's kind of going around like imagine like the way a. a um, the things with pads on their fingers. Those gecko? Ge- yeah, gecko is the mm-hmm. way they move. Now, they move like they're like plop, plop. But this is like kind of, it's kind of skitterish. It's it, it knows how to test its own terrain and stuff. Like I, the whole idea is it knows where I want to go. I'm Actually, I didn't even describe that. As we were riding, you're hearing me guy making these clicking sounds and like, and all this stuff. And it's like moving. And I, you you don't see me steering it at all. It's like, this this animal's been trained on command, so what, it knows where I want to go. Just intuits yes. it. Right. Yeah. Harbutt so, takes note of that while you're heading up and is fascinated. So the idea when we get mm-hmm. to the cliff here is that it knows that I want to go to the top. It's going to find the footholds, but we just need to make sure that we're not making it more difficult for it than it already is. So, I think while it's climbing up, you know, it's definitely a, a different... Uh, situation than Ornella has ever been in and at first she's trying not to like get super close to Orzok and trying to like keep a professional distance from him but she's she's like almost like flopping off the back (laughs) yeah so at one point she realizes that she has to like I gotta hug you right now yeah I have to like wrap my arms around you and like and like hold on to you and and I think that just like that amount of contact between another individual just brings her to tears. Oh, just yeah. cries. <laughs> so now she's not only like hugging this lar- much larger person, she's now weeping as she's riding this lizard thing up a devil's tower. Harbeck, you see all of this take place as they scramble their way up the side of the uh, spine. What do you do? I'm glad I chose right. <laughs> So while I'm doing that, I'm having a little conversation with the demigrief. Like, all right, now they're going to get this leaf. Mm-hmm. And then we need to hit the Pox Canyon to find the snakes. Snakes? Ah. Oh, you like snakes? Oh, I hate snakes. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Now, look, there's nothing to be worried about. Uh, we're both a stranger in a strange land, but you're here to help, and so am I. These- so. These creatures are so strange. Yes. I do not like them. Yeah. I do not like them at all. Are you guys talking? Well, um, uh, no. Not. <laughs> Nothing. Not keep going. Not there. <laughs> you, you, like, you call back from the spine. Like, no. Are you guys talking? <laughs> I'm just, just trying to get along. 
and and maybe to an outside so this conversation happens in real time and then the camera or the the audience's perspective shifts to this third person perspective and we see you just petting the side of the demigriff's neck and i'm just going yeah yeah i don't like snakes at all i hate snakes I hate snakes. Did you take me to where there's snakes? No, no. I mean, well, uh, not, no, uh, not yet. Um, but I will peck your eyeballs out, little one. Uh, there will be time for that yet, but for now we'll have to do our best. <laughs> so fade, uh, well, and not fade. The camera points uh, 75 degrees straight up and looks at the Harbeck, or excuse me, the Ornella and Orzok show as the Takari clambers up the side of this spine, small amounts of clay, rock, and stone fall as the Takari uses its claws to dig deep into the side of the spine and spider climb its way up the side towards the top. And eventually, the the camera is sitting on top of this plateau, and we see the top of a claw reach over, and the scaly skin of a, the Takari and its head appears, followed shortly by... Orzak and Ornella as they crest on Takari back the top of the spire. The wind, as you've increased in elevation, becomes quite severe, and there's a small amount of uh, dust that comes with the wind, and it becomes difficult to really look without shielding your eyes in some way. Um, As I I dismount uh, the Takari, and I... There's like this thing in the saddle. I pull it out and it's like this particular kind of cloth and I take it and I hand it to Ornella and then I grab another one and you see me, I do this wrap around my head and it covers my entire face, but it'll, it, it's kind of almost like a filter and you mm-hmm. can block the dust. Like a mesh mask. Oh. Wrap it around your head. Like, like so. Okay. And then I, you immediately kind of feel a relief from the grit on your face and such. Yeah, because oh. it's like this stinging needle sensation of this microscopic sand that's whipping up through the air pretty fast which hurts this thank you you came prepared i i I left it in my saddle like eight eight years ago (laughs) well anyway you see a uh the the top of the spire is 75 feet across and in the middle of it you see the bones and uh, corpses of sailbacks, which basically look like I don't know how into dinosaurs you guys are, but dimetrodon, I think is what they're called. They're those lizards with the big wide sails on their oh, back. Okay, yeah. And these are just called sailbacks. They look a lot like that. And you see bones of these creatures scattered atop this spine. And you also see the uh, green moss of the sky leaf growing on the side of one of the rock. I gesture towards it. That's what we came here for. But this is, well, was a nest. Uh, I'll start looking. A nest for what? (laughs) Harbeck uses his thaumaturgy cantrip to create a booming (laughs) voice and say, did you find it? (laughs) I do. I'm like doing the, like the, the gesture of like the spine going through Davery. I'm like, and I'm looking at her. The things that got Davery, this is where they live. Are you, you joking? We are in not. a nest. You hear booming up from below. Did you find it? Oh, my God. Well, that's helping. 
We gotta get this and go. All right. I'll run over After there. After you. I'm just, I book. I can move fast. I can, that's one of the things I can do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I run over there and I start cutting some leaf. Um, and How much it of it pouch. do we need? Well, let's just grab all of it. Uh, They'll consider it a gift. Okay. Ornella starts like swinging at it with her axe. Uh-huh. Just like dicing it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you guys get it all collected? Yep. Okay. Yep. Pouch it up. Pouch it up. Pouch um, it up. Pouch master. Let's hit it. We're going to get on the Takara and get the hell out of here. So the, so the, de- de- the descent is much more difficult than the ascent. Because this creature is basically fighting against its own desire to like, right. run down the side. And Harbeck, you see the head of the Takari come over the cliff face and then its body stick in an unnatural way to the side of the spine as it clambers its way down using its fore claws and back claws to secure its position to the rock. That is truly amazing. It's perfectly adapted for this canyon. I don't trust it. Well, you know, I mean... Did anyone trust you when you were first discovered? No, of course not, but I bit those who didn't trust me. Okay, well, you might have that in common. So we see the the Dakari uh, clamber its way down. Orzok, roll perception for me. All right. Uh, nine. Okay. And for, from where I'm at, can I roll perception? Yes, uh, yes, please, Harbeck. Crit. You see a dark winged shape. Uh, and I've seen that before. Si- silhouetted, heading in, like right towards the Takari, the side of the spine. With my thaumaturgy, I cry out, Spine Hunter! And with that, we'll take our first break. Uh, Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Uh, Post pee break. 